Join me today for a conversation with a rural superintendent. You'd never know what rural districts go through and the ways in which technology is impacting their vision moving forward. I continue to be surprised by the change in the personalities that are leading our district uh, in a very positive way. I'm, I'm finding that the superintendents of, of today in 2017 are very different in the personalities, the disposition, uh, and the approach to leadership than maybe they were when you and I were growing up. How have you seen that, not only just from your own personal experience, but within uh, your contemporaries around the U.S.? Okay, uh, what I've done is I've I've had the privilege of being accepted into the AASA Personalized Learning Cohort, as well as the Digital Consortium. I was one of the first in the country to earn national superintendent certification in, uh, in 2015. Uh, the, one of the things that I've changed the most, I mean, I've introduced many concepts that I've seen from, all, from many cutting edge, uh, cutting edge school districts, and I've just simply introduced them. And what's happened is my teachers and my staff have taken these concepts and ran with them faster than I ever could have imagined. We're at a point right now where we're, we're, really we're really becoming progressive and the personalized learning uh, you know, vision that we have, our students are the ones who are telling the story now. And what we need to do is every voice at the table needs to be treated with equal importance. And I've really, we've really embraced that here in the Amboy School District. Uh, the strength is, in, strength is in numbers. And when you have several people moving in the same direction to get from point A to point B, you're gonna be successful. Because I, I, I never could have dreamed how quickly we would have, how quickly we would advance from point A to point B. We have not been a one-to-one -one school district, meaning every single student has a Dell 11 Chromebook. We, we were not one-to-one -one until August 16th of 2016. When we go into the classrooms right now, the transformation I'm seeing, the level of student engagement, it, it's almost, you can see it, you can feel it. And every, we've, we've given many building tours. We bring our community leaders in just to see some of the changes that we've made. And our community leaders are absolutely floored when they leave the district. Uh, that's exciting to hear, especially when you can incorporate the community in that way. You, you know, you said something there, Jeff, that I think is really key when you talked about uh, students and the ownership of learning and the way in which that they are contributing to their own learning in that way. I, I'm hearing a lot of districts that are looking in a much more intentional way and manner in the ways in which we are documenting that learning. Uh, in meaningful ways to incorporate communication opportunities between students, teachers, and the families uh, at home uh, in providing more accurate, um, just more, a more accurate record of what they're doing and how they're, how they're learning uh, in a way that's engaging and it's not punitive, which is why I think that a lot of folks worried about it uh, in a, just even a few years ago. How are you looking at it in your district when it comes to that, that feedback loop of what we're learning, the ownership from the student side of it, and how we then support that information with the teachers and the parents? There are several ways. Um, last spring was the birth of our Amboy Community Unit School District number 272 Facebook page. I'm the administrator of that Facebook page uh, on, my, uh, on my district cell phone. Over 800 pictures have been posted on Facebook of, of the transformation that's taken place in the district. In addition to that, over two dozen videos of students talking about and reflecting on their learning. So, I mean, there's one thing you can tell somebody about it, but when you show somebody what that transformation looks like, now people can see it and now people can people gain a much greater understanding of where we were and where we are now. And I found out a lot of our parents, I mean, students not so much anymore on Facebook, but a lot of our parents are on Facebook. Um, an example of, of you know, just using Facebook, I announced school was canceled or we were dismissing early due to, um, in, in our district, it's heat. We don't have air conditioning in some of our buildings in the rural community. Uh, it spreads so rapidly on Facebook before I even did the global connect, the entire community knew. <laughs> it's, 
I mean, you, instead of it's instead of prohibiting social media, you need to embrace it, and we're doing that. Um, we've redesigned our professional development. I'd like to go on. I'd like to talk a little bit about this. Mm -hmm. um, this is our, our technology committee. We have teachers as well as students, parents, administrators, uh, all sit on our technology committee. You know how I mean. It used to be where we would dismiss once a week at 11.30. Well, now, I mean, we still do the once a week 11.30, but we have three different mini sessions where we're actually personalizing professional development. Just last month, we actually had students leading mini sessions on new apps and new technology that they're integrating for class projects. And now we have students teaching teachers how to use the technology. See, as adults, we're afraid. I mean, we, we can't be afraid that our students might be picking up concepts on technology faster than we are, because that's a given. Instead, let's embrace that too, and let's incorporate that. And now the student, I mean, the, the autonomy that students feel that now that their, their voice is being heard and that we're listening to what they're doing, I mean, it, it, it's just amazing. They, then they get excited about talking about their learning and they, they talk about it with their parents. Um, there was one student who reflected on something we did. It was called the 20% Project where 20% of the week students, these are sixth graders, they actually got to work on a project that they were very passionate about. Um, there was one student who said that he was helping his father with, with create a website. He went to several other websites, but he, he, was, uh, you know, he was meticulous enough to, to find the website that didn't cost anything. He created a website for his father, and I said, so what's the thing you like the most about this? He said, well, I get excited about coming to school now. I really get excited. I get to work on something that I, that I really like. And when you hear students speaking that way, it is so profound. And then their parents, of course, see how excited their kids are coming to school. And they want to know what is going on there. Because we were, <laughs> we, were, we were in traditional classrooms last year where, I mean, the rows of desks, we had, uh, we, you know, in, in a traditional classroom, you have a third of the class, they master the concepts already, but they're kind of bored because the rest of the, because the whole class can't move on. You have another group that is the middle, and then you have a group that might be falling further behind. We've transformed the traditional classroom in several ways. Number one, we have teachers using a simple program, just Google Classroom. Students and parents have 24-7 access to what's going on in the class. If a student's absent from school, the days of, hey, what did I miss yesterday? Those days are over. And the teachers also are using a program called Screencastify. Whatever the lesson objectives are, no more than five to seven minutes, the teacher will just do a quick videotape. It could, be, it could look like a slide where the teacher is writing on the slide, or some teachers are literally videotaping themselves, you know, um, writing on the writing on the uh, smart board or just typing into the smart board. But either way, the students who are not getting grasping the concepts quick enough, they can go back and rewind and watch it again and again and again. One of our community leaders asked a teacher, a sixth grade math teacher, who was in a traditional classroom last year and a self-paced classroom pilot this year. They said, so where were you with the scope and sequence of the, of the curriculum last year versus this year? This was one month ago, mind you. And the teacher said, well, we are currently where our students last year in the traditional classroom left off on the last day of school. That's how quickly students are learning. And it's not just the high flyers, it's all students. And there's excitement there when you, when you can see that and everybody's involved. Jeff, let's talk a little bit about the younger grades. I'm finding that we are, correct me if I'm wrong, a little bit, I think we're getting to be more discerning in our purchases with regards to education technology for the earlier grades. Whereas a few years ago, it was often a blanket purchase that was really targeted towards, you know, middle or high school with some alterations to maybe fit elementary. But it looks now that districts are being a lot more thoughtful in the purchases, knowing that the younger students, they want it. That's part of the world that they know and that we can find really interesting technology that not only supports that learning, but also the teacher's uh, assistance in that regard as well. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, with, with the Dell 11 Chromebooks, uh, there are so many apps that, uh, that the teachers are using. And we did a, we've done a lot of research through our professional development on which apps would be most relevant. My district, we have, uh, we have one employee, and she used to be a business teacher and she, and she teaches high school yearbook. Well, now she teaches high school yearbook only. She used to be our curriculum and instructor, instruction director for technology. Now we just call her the iCoach. She's in classrooms every day and she's helping these, she's helping teachers, you know, with these different programs. In some cases we have students, even as, even in the early elementary who are saying, Hey, I found this program and the teachers are incorporating it immediately into their instruction. A lot of it might be uh, students reviewing spelling, students reviewing math. They're working at their own pace. They're able to read. And you know, th- what students like to do is when they finish their work, they get to read a little bit more, which, in which case they're going to make their, uh, their reading goals. And when we see this happening and we see students reading more, when we see the teachers who are using more technology, there's this huge uh, database called Symbaloo that our teachers are using. It, it's just the, I, I can't speak enough about how amazing the transformation is. When you see five-year-olds who are completely engaged in their lesson. They have earbuds in, they're listening to the lesson, and then they're getting on the keyboard where keyboarding skills are pretty important for the younger grades. And then they start working that way. I, just, just seeing it and witnessing it, it is just, it's just an incredible thing. Did, um, did you think your job would be this exciting when you first started? Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> not this exciting. <laughs> What we've done in, in, in the short amount of time in which we've done it, we still have a long ways to go, don't get me wrong, but I never would have, I never would have imagined after we became one-to-one on August 16th that we would be where we are now. And at, we, I'm at a point where I, I, our staff, they're like, we, let's keep going, let's keep going. Part of me wants to say, let's take a step back and look how far we came. <laughs> let's take a drink of water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's what I like about this. I mean, we are just so driven. We're like, okay, we love what's happening, but we need to do more. That's, that's the, that right there is the mindset. And that is the number one, that's the number one difference between 20th century education and 21st century education. It's not necessarily skill sets. It's attitude and it's mindset. Because if you have somebody with the right attitude and the right mindset, they're going to pick up these concepts. They're going to they're be able to go in and they're going to be able to adapt and adjust faster than anybody can. And that's what I've learned, and that's what we've learned as a district. Well, the district is lucky to have you. The energy is infectious. I know the audience can pick up on that. And it's important that our leaders have that. I think it's, it's engaging. It helps to support the educator and also the student as well and their family. So continued success, Jeff. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much.